What up, what up, what up? Good morning, good morning, wherever you at. Good evening. Uh, this is James Moton, episode two. Um, Frenemies. Yeah, Frenemies Sports Podcast. Uh, Want to first off say rest in power to uh, Nipsey Hussle, man. Goodness gracious. Uh, we just got word about this about, about a couple minutes before we started this podcast. So uh, you got myself here. You got Brad Hayes. We got uh, JD on the line. Say what's up, JD. Yo, yo, yo. Um, we all here. We all come together. We're going to try to knock this thing out and, and give y'all what y'all love and uh, go go from there. But, um, yeah, rest in power to, to Nipsey Hussle, man. Hey, he was a, he was definitely a change in the community, um, changing lives and, and really doing what was great, man. But, look, let's... Uh, I want to dedicate this episode, man, yeah. but we're going to get right into it. Right. So, first of all, uh, JD, I, I mean, it's really good to have you on with us. Um, from this first, our first episode, the pilot, we really had a lot of a lot of buzz and really, uh, really kicking up and really getting some, some groundwork on it. But um, we, are got, we got Spotify on deck. Uh, just found out today we're going to be able to listen to uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts as well. So... Um, wherever you guys listen to, whether it's Anchor, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple Podcasts, you can find this podcast, Frenemy Sports Podcast. Look it up. You can't find it. Shoot me a text. I'll text it to you. You can't find it. Shoot Brad a text. We'll, we'll get it to you because we, we know this is something y'all want to hear. Um, go, go like the Facebook page. Yes. Go like our Facebook page. Um, check out what we're talking about. We're going to be interacting with y'all each, each and every day because there's stuff going on. Every day in, in, in sports and in NFL, baseball, um, all that stuff. March Madness, everything. So, first off in the opening drive, we're going to get into uh, March Madness. Um, Woo! Yeah. So, the Final Four has been has been solidified. And ain't none of our teams in it. <laughs> <laughs> and my bracket is busted. Um, believe it or not, I think I told you on the last podcast, my, uh, my championship game was North Carolina Duke. So both gone. <laughs> you, you, you wow. hear me? JD, my yo, we I was ready. We and me, I was what? JD, you had Nova in your finals? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I had us in the last eight, man. So you know, uh, we just don't got the, we just don't got that type of squad this year. You know, me and Brad was going back and forth about that all season. But, you know, it is what it is. But I definitely have UNC. At going to the chip or in that final, or in that final four. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, we just we ran into an Auburn team that I mean, buzzsaw man. They hit seventeen threes. Well, first of all, you know what? Let let's go before that. Let's yeah, go before let's, that. Let's, let's the night before, back. let's take a the night back. before the game. Flu goes to the locker room. Nasir Little doesn't practice. Can't can't <laughs> Johnson. You know, sick with the flu. Temperatures over a hundred, all crazy. Um, they come into the game. You know, not themselves, but I got to get credit to an Auburn team. Um, I mean, they hit they hit seventeen threes. You, you can just tell it was one of those games uh, from the jump. It was it was just their night. Um, they 
they hit they hit seven. I mean, they they hit a three pointer from from dead on that banked in. And when I saw that, I said, yeah, it's not it's not you can do. It's their night. And uh, Bruce Pearl co coached a heck of a game. Um, like I said, man, they they got us up out of here. Um, Duke. That's what I like to see, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we know you like it. We know you like it. Like I said, but but y'all been out, so why don't you got to worry about that? You know what I mean? My 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 horse right now in the race is uh, Virginia, because if they can if they can score, you're not scoring more than them because their defense is solid. Um, so that that's my team out the out the final four. I mean, Michigan State's gritty. Auburn and Texas Tech, they're on somewhat of a Cinderella ride right now. They're, they're just playing hot. Texas Tech got some ballers, though, I know. man. Honestly, they, they got that three seed for a reason. I, know. I picked them to be in my final four. They're actually my oh, only – the only team alive in my final four right now nah, is I Tech. I all ones. It's all Tech, ones man. I had all ones in my – Yeah, man, Y'all, I mean, we just, you know, we're going to see, man. Like I said, the, the uh, I think everybody's brackets is all messed up right now, so. Listen, listen, it was great to see Duke go down today. Um, not just from a hate standpoint, because obviously I hate him. Not just, from a, not, not just from a hate standpoint, but if you watch the UCF game, Duke played a good game. They actually shot better from three than they normally shoot, and that game was going back and forth, like, you UCF was UCF was was running with them, and then to have the last shot, to have two shots that rim in and out, it was like man, guys on their side. Yeah. Then they go into um last uh in, into Friday night versus Virginia Tech, up by two. Virginia Tech calls a beautiful play on the inbound. Guy gets it at the at the rim in the air and just misses the the like a easy layup. To take it to overtime and misses, and it's like, wow! Like, is it going to be one of those kind of uh, kind of tournament for Duke where everything just falls their way? And it was, and it was not today. Another close game, and Michigan State great inbound play at the end at the end of the game to kind of to kind of seal it. So final four, you got now uh, you have Michigan State versus Texas Tech, and you're going to have Virginia versus Auburn. Um, I want to know who y'all got to play in the finals, and who are y'all going to pick to win it all. I got M State versus Virginia, and I got Virginia beating Michigan State. I think that's 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 what I want. It's probably gonna be Auburn, Texas Tech, and I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> that's <laughs> not. Who you got, JD? Uh, yeah, I got Auburn winning it all. Man. I just think they favored to win it all. Man. They gonna be hot after that, man. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they ain't really too much you can say to them. They gonna be. They gonna date like I, I I got the one of the whole thing, man. So I'm gonna go um Texas Tech versus uh Virginia. Um I think that Auburn has been playing great, but um you know with uh the guy uh Chuma uh Okiki being yeah. hurt from Virginia, they battled through that today. I don't know how how how, how much more you, if you lose one of your top scorers if you're going to be able to get past a, a team like Virginia that's going to slow you down, um, not going to allow you to run, Virginia Virginia kind of forces the pace. So if Auburn can compete with keep with their pace, um, maybe. But Virginia's a team that's going to make you play half-court defense. Um, they're going to put you in a lot of tough shots. And without one of your without one of your key players, I just don't know if they get there. And then I'm going to go with Texas Tech to win it all, though. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, go with an underdog right. to win it all. Go with an underdog to win it that all. That would be uh that would Texas be major. Tech, I'm, I'm going with I guess I got Texas Tech beating Michigan State. <laughs> and, then, and then I mean I mean you got Auburn beating beating Virginia, so Texas Tech can't be that far off. It can't be that crazy. If you got Auburn winning all, Texas Tech can't be crazy. I don't know, Brad. Uh, Texas Tech. <laughs> like I said, that's who I'm riding with. Like I said, that's who I'm riding with. I think Auburn's now they're gonna play with that mean edge, that chip on their shoulder, and they just gonna they just I, I mean they I, yo, but they're hot right now. They're gonna try to win it for Kiki. They're gonna try to win it for Kiki. <laughs> they hot right now, bro. <laughs> Well, we listen, we listen. Find they, out real quick. They definitely hot, and they proved today that they could win a game even if they're not shooting lights out. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I think, I think it's easy, a, a, a little easier uh, when you're when you're playing two get two games in four days, and you're kind of coming off the fresh win. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, I me mean, Auburn beat Auburn to get to the Final Four has beaten Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky, all blue blood. So like. You got to give it to Auburn. I just don't, I, like I said, I just don't know what's going to happen with having having now about a week off before they play again. You know, will some of that will some of that momentum die down? So we'll see. But like I said, we just want to chop it up a little bit about March Madness, um, and we'll bring it back with this next seg uh, next segment. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Rob, Rob Gronkowski, yeah, and and we want to get everybody's uh, opinion on. On who's their top five tight ends of all time and who do they have as the GOAT? I look forward to this debate. We'll be back. All right, so like we said, um, big news this week. Breaking news. Um, Rob, when Rob Gronkowski retired he gone. Uh, officially, which, he gone. you know, a lot of people have speculated that, that it would happen, um, but. Is, is actually here. We'll see what he does next. He probably is, is he going to the movies, going to WWF yes, or yes, WWE yes, or whatever it's called yes. now. Um, like I said, you can definitely see him there. Yeah. Um, but he had a heck of a career. He, did, he was... He oh, was... Heck of a career. Yeah. He was dominant for the time that he was on the field. Um, obviously, towards the end, he he had a lot of injuries and he was injury-laden, but when, but he, when was, he was on the field, even even you know, during his injury seasons, when he, he was, was on the field a, out there problem. with, with the Stone Cold Steve Austin knee brace <laughs> on his arm, on his elbow, like after looking yeah. like Mega Man, yeah. but like he yeah, he was he was dominant, man. He had a freaking grenade launcher on his shoulder for about seven years. Um, Biggest mismatch in oh the um goodness. in the league? Yeah. He could he could he could he could move he could catch he was a he he could, he could get block. the jump balls <laughs> he could block um but yeah he his career um it's amazing because I saw something the other day he's gonna be the third when he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame because I'm pretty sure he's gonna be a, a first ballot Hall first of Fame first ballot no doubt I'm pretty sure no doubt he no doubt. um he's gonna be the third well he's gonna be tied for the the youngest to go in. Because it's uh, you got Gale, Gale winning at th thirty four, Gale Sayers, and then Jim Brown actually winning at thirty four. So when he goes in, he's gonna be thirty four years old, and that's wow. crazy. Yeah, that no, that's that 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 is crazy, man. Um, so it's been a lot of debate though. You, I mean, you talked about how good Rob Gronkowski is, right? Um, you know, the word that a lot of people like to throw around nowadays has been thrown around with Gronkowski, yeah. and that word like like Gronk. Starts with a G as well, and that's GOAT. So I want to ask y'all, 
You know what, Motown, we'll start with you first. Yes. Um, I'll follow up, and then we'll see what JD think. Is Gronk the GOAT tight end of all time to you? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, so I, was, and I mean, it's... it's. So you was quick with the no. Yeah, I'm quick with it because, I mean, people kind of lose sight. And they and they're like they like the 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 flavor of the day type stuff where they see somebody that's hot and they forget about who's been around the block and all that stuff. So for people to say that Grunt was the best tight end ever, like you're kind of disrespecting some people that's that's been around for a long time. Okay. Okay. So, um, so I mean, to follow it up, I'll. You want me to give you my list? You want give my me list? your list. Give uh, me your no, list. No, 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 not yet. Go, go, go with your description. All right. Well, my I mean, I my list is and everyone has their different criteria, but criteria, but my list goes by I'm big on catches at tight end because like majority of the time for tight ends, it's either a first down or they're trying to keep the drive going. So like a tight end there, they live, they live in between the hashes like that's their That's where they make their money. So for me. Um, that's where it, it, it brings the, the emphasis on catches. So you want my list? JD, you want my list or you want to give your, uh, your, uh, yeah. All right. Well, no, I think we should go description first on, on our team with the thing. My thing is saying, um, I like what you said, Motown, but I think, okay. When people says when he's the goat of all tight ends, I think that's only disrespecting one tight end. Not a group of titans. Um, I believe. Here's my thought on the whole thing. I think Tony Gonzalez, made, Tony Gonzalez, and the Kellen Winslow Senior made the position relevant, saying that these guys can catch too. They're not just glorified, you know, linemen, yeah, linemen, blockers, and, right, and with, right, right, with, with a little bit of a skill set. I, I think they changed the game. But a lot of people won't like this. Just let y'all know. I think Gronk took it to the next level. I think he took it to the next level, and the game has to appreciate that with Gronk. Tony Gonzalez wasn't lining up, flanked um, out as a wide receiver. Um, those type of guys, Tony Gonzalez and Kellen Winslow Sr., they were getting beat up by... You know, um, outside linebackers and that nature. Gronk, you literally had to even put your number, yeah, your number two guy on him when he flanked out as the number one or number two, which we've seen a lot. You had to put a nickel back on him or a strong safety. Right. So I think when looking at that, you have to look at that he like he was re- he was really respected in his route running. I like if, if you look at film, and I was challenged on uh, another podcast I was doing. I looked at film, and um, Tony Gonzalez was good on the jump ball, but I mean, Gronk really did a great job with accelerating and decelerating out of his routes. He stacked the defender. A lot of people don't understand what I mean. Gronk did a good job with stacking the defender. Once he knew that the, the defender was behind him, Gronk knew, like, okay. You know, I like, I won. I won my matchup. It's over. It's over. He also, like you guys said, he, I think that's one of the biggest mismatches right now in the game. It is. I mean, it was. It was the 
the biggest mismatch in the game. And you have to realize when somebody as a team, I watched it, they had a little documentary or segment on him. It's time after time, Bill, Julian Edelman, and most of the Edelman, and most of the time, Tom Brady would come to him like, yo, we need you right now. Yeah. We need you right now. So I, I just think that's huge for you being a tight end. And you know what I mean? So I, that's why I, I got him, uh, Motown, I agree with you. I just disagree with the fact that I don't think he's disrespecting. When people say that, I don't think they're disrespecting a group of people. I think they're only disrespecting one person. All right, because, all right. And I don't think we'd be talking about them if, if, if Gronk put on at least another five years. Okay, so cool. So what we're going to do is, like I said, before we get into any more debating, right, I want to hear your list one through five. We'll get my list. We'll get JD's. And then we can, and then we can dis- discuss really why, why we got people rank where we got them ranked. Right. So so Motown, All right. give me yours. So this is this this took a lot of uh well actually it didn't really take that much out the gate because when we're talking with um Brad and really going over um where my stuff was at, this really like I really I really solidified my list. So here we go. Number one all time tight end Tony Gonzalez. No questions asked. Number two number two uh, Jason Witten. Oh, <laughs> no, number three. Here we go. Number uh-huh. three, Antonio Gates. Okay. Number four, Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. Number five, Gronk. Uh huh. An honorable mention, Kellen Winslow Senior. Okay, so so I see you five. Yes. Um. Number one for me. And. I wasn't as as much as the whole disrespect thing. If someone puts Gronk at number one, I think I, I think you can debate it. Yeah. But I do have Tony Gonzalez at number one for me. Yes. Um, Gronk is number two. I have Witten just ahead of Gates at three and Gates at four. I have Keller Winslow Senior at five, and I have Shannon Sharp at six. Okay. So JD, who's your who's your five? Number one. Um, which we all can agree on. This has to be said. Uh, uh, Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Number two, we're, we're, we're describing after this why our order is the way Yes. Yep, right? yep. Okay, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say my order right now. Number two, I have Antonio Gates. Uh-huh. Number three, I have Rob Gorkowski. Okay. Number four, I have Kellen Winslow Sneer. Okay. Number five, I have Jason Witten. And at honorable mission, I have Shannon Chuck. So, okay, so, 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 <laughs> so we can all agree on the top six tight ends. Are it's, safe just, it's just the order. It's just the order a little different. It's just the order a little different. Listen, um, that's dope. So, 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 so let me just kind of describe my list for a quick second. Wow. Um, since it's y'all two kind of, kind of t- touched on, on, on how y'all rank tight ends. Yeah. Um, I had Gonzalez there for longevity. I mean, he played like 17 years. Um, he was always a problem. I mean, probably one of the most athletic, obviously, tight ends that that the NFL has ever seen. Right. Um, I you know his, his numbers are crazy as far as catches and 15,000 plus yards and and all of that. Um, 111 touchdowns. I mean, he he was number one until until Gates passed him passed him in that area. Uh, so that's why I had him number one. To me. Gronk is 
Gronk is the most dominant tight end ever. Um, I didn't put him at at the greatest of all time because because I did, I didn't want to take in the full career, and Gronk only playing playing nine seasons limited that a little bit. But I will say that he was the most dominant tight end ever. Right. Um, the reason I have him ranked where he is, and also Jason Witten ranked where where he is, slightly above Antonio Gates, is because both of both of those guys can do everything for you. What Tony Gonzalez could never do. Is block somebody. Yeah, Rob Gronkowski can can, can can get in the can get in the three point stands and block any def- defensive end in the game. Yep. Um, Jason Witten through his career was always a great blocker. Um, the other ones, like I said, Winslow and and and, and, and Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Sean. Gates, like they were they were strictly weapons yeah. in the passing game. But uh, the tight end role, you have to consider it how it is an extension of the line right. and what they mean in the blocking game. A lot of what New England was able to do throughout throughout their time, because because Belichick is who he is, there will be games he wouldn't throw, he wouldn't throw Gronk the ball. But you know what he would say? I need you on the line, and, and, I, and I need you to, to chip in and double-team Von Miller because I know you can do it. So, like, that that piece is still is still very vital to me. And then we talked about, obviously, with him being, you know, a big matchup, a big matchup uh, problem in the league and, and all that stuff and, and what he's done. I mean – the number of the number of touchdowns that he's had in his short amount of time, um, almost eighty touchdowns in in nine seasons, is is crazy. I think he doubled his touchdown per game, is double what what um what Antonio Gonzalez is. JD. So that that's why I have my list how I have because I I, I it is a mix to me of 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 the whole position. Philip Rivers 
his whole career, both of their careers. Like, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, number three, I had Gronk. Like I said, Gronk would be higher if Gronk if Gronk at least gave me three to five years. He'd be a little higher. Um, I, I just can't ignore the three Super Bowls, the five uh, Pro Bowls, four-time first-team All-Pro. Like, I can't ignore those type of things. And like you said, uh, I mean, Brad, you, you, you mentioned with him having his hand in the dirt sometimes when you go up against Von Miller. But let's talk about how often did you see his hand in the dirt? Let's just be honest. How often did you see his hand in the dirt? I look, I, I'm going to say maybe 10% of his career, not even. Like, Gronk has really changed the game. I can do everything. I can do everything. And I just I just laugh at the fact, you know, I had another podcast with somebody where they said they questioned his athletic ability. I don't know how. Because you put a nickelback or, 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 or a safety or, you know, a very fast linebacker like you got in today's league, like uh, – you know, the Deion Joneses, you know, the Lightning Van Der Esch's, like, you know, those tight ends we mentioned before, Gronk, like, they're getting shut down. J- Jason's is going to get shut down. Gronk not getting shut down. Gronk's not getting shut down yeah. regardless. He demands the ball. And when somebody questions his athleticism, I'm just like, wow, like, do you see the catches he makes? Like, some of the catches he makes are circus catches. I go back to the AFC Championship game this year against Eric Berry. They ran the same play twice. First one was an incomplete pass to, incomplete pass to uh, Julia Edelman. Second play, they ran the same exact play to Gronk. And who did he catch that pass with? Eric Berry. This is not so, you know, I know he had his ailments, but this isn't just a regular guy. Yeah. So to do that is great, man. Um, Wigan, I'm just going to say, man, the dude is just great. It's the reason we call him, you know, down in Dallas, Mr. Reliable. Um, you know, his yards <laughs> is crazy. He's so like He's coming back this year. Like, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not enough I can say about this guy. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. Kellen Winslow Sr., Last, um, like I said, I, he had a big, uh, a big hand in changing this game. So I gotta give him his respect, man. Uh, very athletic guy. And lastly, like I said, my alternate Shannon Sharp. I, I put Shannon Sharp. Some people may be like, "Wow, what?" I put Shannon Sharp as my alternate. Um, and I was gonna go two ways with this guy. I was gonna throw in the Dallas Clark. That would have threw some. Really not a tight end. But he a tight end. I mean, with, well, how they used him, he was a tight end. Yeah, how they used him was a crazy. He's not the most athletic. He's guy. A, he's wow you. In in, you know in today's I mean? offense, he's an H back. But yeah, how they used back, him, exactly. he's but, but how they used him, he, he was a tight end. Some people are going to say I'm tripping because my thing is I really didn't see him. I don't think Shannon Sharp just wowed me enough. Don't get me wrong, like he yo, he's a hall all the all the guys you mentioned, the Hall of Fame guys. Don't get me wrong, not discrediting Shannon Sharp, but Brad, now when you bring the blocking thing, I think that was a little bit of a problem for Shannon Sharp. So I'm gonna do so, this real quick because um I just something just popped into my head. So Shannon Sharp got his money because he played with John Elway. Right? Yes. Kellen Winslow got his money because he played with Dan Fouts. Gronk, Tom Brady, Antonio Gates, Rivers, Witten, Romo. Romo. Who was Tony Gonzalez's quarterback? Uh, 
No, I mean it was a thousand quarterbacks. It was a thousand quarter, <laughs> thousand quarterbacks. Like, yo, yeah, he didn't I have, just. But, but do y'all really think that Gronk couldn't have did this wherever he went? Don't get me wrong. I, I, I get what y'all saying. He played with the best quarterback. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not discrediting anything. But it's just like, I. It just popped in my head the fact that t- I can't. Who was it? Was it Trent Green? I mean, that's probably one of the bigger names. But like I said. The thing is, we can only go off what we we have to go yeah. off of. We'll never know what no. anyone could have did outside of certain certain things and all of this stuff. But yes, so that is a credit to Tony Gonzalez yeah. and what he was able to do in Kansas City on some bad teams. But so you can say, oh, I think, oh, he was the only person there. Oh, he got a lot of balls. Like you, right. you can always spend a lot of different ways. But end of the day, Gonzalez was great, and he really changed the game. Like yeah. for you know what I mean for forty super athletic. Guys, like when you look at like Antonio Gates, who before like wasn't playing, like like I said, converted from basketball. basketball. Yeah, you, you look at um Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. You know what I mean? Like you look at these guys, like even yeah. with the Cowboys trying. Got the new kid from, from try, Baylor, trying to do right? Rico, yeah, yeah, Rico, Rico gathers and trying to trying to see if you can get some light in the bottle there because that has now been a mold yeah. that has worked. Um, so like I said, he he changed the game and even looked how scouts go to try to evaluate how they can possibly yeah. fill that position and yeah. get an athletic advantage yeah. um, in the offense. Yeah. And, and, and Brian, to piggyback off you, like, like you said, boy, did we try to emulate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is just not working with Rico, but like, yeah. I get what y'all saying, man. It's just, I, I, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a great position to talk about, man. I think it's, it's, it's really elevated now. It's, it's really elevated yeah. now, which is scarier for defenses. You you gotta guard guys that are six four to six seven running, you know, they're they're two hundred and fifty to two hundred and sixty pounds and probably running a low mid four six. Some are even could pull off a four five you, for you. Like, yo, it's it's getting scary. Well you know what J D you brought up a great point. It is scary for defense, but the same way they change the game for offense, they've also changed how defenses have to actually um build their defense. And you talked about like the Deion Joneses of the world and you talk about the, the big safeties of the world that people are trying to go to. And, you know, we have a guy with Chris, uh, Chris Richard who likes bigger DBs. Yeah. Because, you know, what? you might have to put that big DB in the box because they might have, they're going to have to guard a tight end who has a big body, a big build, and, and, and have to work through that person. And, and, and these linebackers now have to be able to cover 20, 30 yards downfield. Right. So you see that with a lot of these young, fast linebackers um, all over the place and, and how they have to be used now. Ten years ago... Uh, uh, and you you would have the defenses. It would be a four three. Like now, like there's a lot of don. It's nickel's, a lot of don. Nickel's the nickel base defense. Yeah. Nickel's your nickel yes. is your yeah, new nickel's base your, defense. Nickel's, nickel's considered your your base. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Right. Before it was. All right. Do you run a four three or a three four? And no, then do you go to your nickel and yeah. dime and all that? But yeah. but when when the offense is coming out and their base offense is a three wide receiver set, you gotta go nickel. You're in nickel more times than you're in anything else, and that's why like you're seeing a lot of these things in. You know, someone like Thomas Davis obviously moving on, and some of these older linebackers. If you if you either can't put your hand in the dirt and get to the quarterback, or you can't cover, you're a dying breed. And you're not gonna be you're not gonna be on the field that often. Yep. You're you're, 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 you're just not. But like I said, the, the tight end like this discussion was was a great one before Gronkowski really retired. I don't think that this was one that was really um, reviewed all that often. Everyone likes to talk about the quarterbacks and some other positions, but you know Gronk retiring just his great career really kind of brought the whole position to the light but um you know we're gonna wrap this segment up and we're gonna come back up with um we'll take a it. little something different um in this next segment for y'all
There's been a, there's been a lot of discussion about this movie. Damn, I'm getting yeah. chills. I'm getting chills right now. <laughs> yeah, Jay, baby. All right, look, man. Um, we all saw us. Uh huh. And uh, we all got our own um, uh, thoughts, opinions. thoughts, and opinions and reviews. So, JD, you go first. Go ahead, brother. Time out. So I'm gonna cut you off right there. When I saw the uh, when I saw the scripture, I in the movie I looked it up real quick, and then I was like, "Oh, we." <laughs> sitting here listening to JD talk about it, I'm thinking about the movie and I'm just like man like it's a visual masterpiece first and foremost um of just how he just like just piece by piece like the the opening scene where it talks about the hidden tunnels and tunnels not being used and train stations not being used and it goes railroad. yes underground railroads not being used and um but then like what really hit me was the fact that throughout the movie, um, I knew something was up with Lupita uh, 
from the out the gate because she wasn't acting like what <laughs> I look back at now like when they was in the car and she was snapping and she was off beat. It was pissing me off, <laughs> yo. I'm like, like, yo, why they got her all beat? Like, he black. Like, you but know what I mean? Like, made, we all got rhythm. It made but sense. Looking back. That she was actually red. Yeah, they, they, they said the part in the, um, yeah. I think, I think towards the end where yeah. they said, you know, they can, they can copy us, but they can't take our soul. Mm-hmm. And that was, and, and, and that beginning scene was a reflection yep. of the soul yep. that was missing from her. Um, go, but go ahead. But the sheer fact, man, like, Yo, crazy. Um, but it was it I and like when I what I thought for whatever reason when I left the movie theater, I thought it was the whole world that was like that. But when I looked but when I like thought back, it was literally just America. So it was it was literally America and it was America's doing. Like America, the government created this problem and was like, you know what, it's not working, we just gonna wipe our hands from it but they, it was one of those things where you can't just wipe your hands from this you're in too deep like yeah. it's it's in too deep now there's no there's no stopping this so like could you imagine like you imagine like the president because at this time i mean it was made th- last year so you see uh trump in the white house and then he got hit uh ivana uh, like uh donald uh there's somebody up front <laughs> you, see, you see Trump in the red suit out front of the White House. We're like, yo, that's it's a masterpiece. I just really I don't there's nothing I can really say about it, but it was just nothing but the fact that it was a masterpiece. And the fact that when it came out that sh- they were actually switched and everything. Once you found that out, the whole movie made sense. After that, that one moment. Complete sense. Yes. Complete sense. Yep. And, 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 and I'm sorry, just, just not to cut you off, can I just say these three points? Go ahead. Um, and, and I may be going a little too deep, but like I said on my three points, I'm sorry, I went away from my notes. The, the verdict is still out. But just the fact that they said how they live underground yeah. um, is one thing. The mom really couldn't conversate with white people. AKA going back in time as we were coming out of slavery, we really couldn't just like really had whole conversation with white people because we didn't know how to like, we, we really didn't know how to conversate with them. We didn't know if they were still attacking us or yeah. were, were they helping us. And I think that's when, when, you know, on the beach when she had the conversation with the wife, she was just like, but um, did you notice, bro? When did you notice? Already cut you off, but did you remember in the movie the uh, the opposite of the white mom, like didn't kill Red? Yes, and because she, well, as we seen at the end, I think she could smell that she was one of them. Yes. Um. Also, with the um. Okay. Um. I know you've seen towards the end they were using the rabbits as test experiments. Yeah. I think that was catered to the black people, how they they did use us in slavery for, for test dumps. Yep. Um, um, another one was nobody really noticed, and I said this to myself after the movie, the mom was shackled the whole movie. Yep. The whole movie. Yep. Um, and also... Here's my last point is we didn't they didn't come out until her, you know, her um 
what is it, her her freaking clone or whatever, they didn't come out until she realized something weird was happening. Everything just simultaneously happened, like the, the Frisbee landing right on the circle. Um, that's when they came out, a.k.a. Um, America knowing that we're getting too smart. Yeah. Dr. Sebi, Malcolm, Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King, like, those guys, uh, Huey P. Newton, um, the government looked at them as a threat. Just like I feel as though her, you know, her clone looked at her as a threat. Hold on, is she on to us? Like, you know that we're close, we're trying to take over? Yeah. Well, we got to attack now. Yeah. And I think how that's, that's viewed as us versus the government. But I'm sorry, I just had to get through. That's fine. Yeah, um, let, let me just give my, uh, my, my take on it. Um, I'll be honest, I wasn't as high on the movie as out you two gate. were out out the, out the gate yeah um why i why i still recognized um jordan pill's genius um i did everything it was it was a slight step back um i went in i went in looking for the the the, the hitting messages though yeah. so I, I wasn't going in looking for a horror film um horror films like no movie like those movies like i'm not scared when i go watch movies right. or things like that so i wasn't looking to be to jump or things like that um, I was looking for some suspense, which I think it did. It did have it did have suspense. Um, I was I was looking for the hidden messages, but there were certain things that 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 I didn't like and took away from the movie for me. Um, we, you talk about the rabbits in the beginning of the movie. That he part took that. way too long. He hated that. <laughs> that part took way too long. It was like fifteen minutes. The yeah. credits were rolling. Like nobody said nothing yet. Like in the beginning, in the, in the start to start the movie. When he dropped that phrase about the tunnels and all that stuff, it had my attention. Yeah. And then you lost it because you took too long with the rabbit thing. In the like, song, I yeah. think I think you could have I think you you could have um, highlighted that, but did it like it, it didn't need to be as long as it was. Right. Throughout the movie, I feel like there were some some parts that did drag a little bit before picking back up. Um. So so that's what kind of knocked it for me. That kind of slightly, um, and then he threw a couple of the horror stuff in there. You know, people just make like the the, the dumb decisions. Yes, and so yes. I was hoping he wouldn't go that kind of route with, with some of the things, but he threw it in there. I guess to kind of keep it within the genre. Um, but as far as like I said, the stories and, and now talking about it now and 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 what different people picked up on. Like I said, that's the genius behind the movie, and it will make you go back to watch it and see what you can pick up on and things like that. So. Much respect to to Jordan Pill because he's he's making people think and he's making people, like I said, ask these questions and he's putting these messages in in an artistic way, and he's he's tricking people, a lot of people, to actually see what's going on. Um, so, like I said, much respect to him. Yeah, uh, I I I'm looking forward to uh, Candyman. Uh, you know, Jordan, he's redoing Candyman, right? So the father in us, the guy that was the drunk. Yo, I think I think he did a great job, man. Playing that part. He did a great job, man. Jordan Pill, yo, he did a great job. And Brad, to say to say what you uh, said, like I think it was the perfect little horror film. Yeah. You, you always had that one funny guy, yeah. and he, he was actually no. The, he, I, I agree. The um, uh, Winston Duke, I think is yes. his name, right? Him, yeah. him playing that role, he played the he played the funny but corny like yes. dad yes. and things like yeah. that. So, yeah. 
I went in and was like, you know what? He's probably going to piss me off. But, like, he really didn't. Like, his character, actually. Like, he... He, he, he did his character. He, he was, was supposed to be that the corny dad yes. kind of thing. So, cool. Um, like you said, I... Like him saying... I think the acting was great. Like, Lupita killed her role. Yeah. So, I, like, some of the shots and things like that. So, I think... I think from a from a artistic standpoint, like the acting, the the shooting, the mm-hmm. the lighting, like all that stuff, the, the the directing, all that stuff was great. There were certain things that I think could have been could have been done a little bit better. But that's like I also told Motan, um, I, I'm also probably not his target audience because I don't really do the horror movie thing. Right. I'm not gonna go watch a horror movie really ever. So right. the things that pissed me off about a horror movie because this is a horror movie genre were the same things that kind of uh, frustrated me. When watching this movie, but all in all, like I said, the just the just the layers that he puts into a movie like this is great. And I will say, I'm looking forward to Candyman because it will be a little bit of a different. It won't be one of those movies that's going to have the layers. It'll be, and it's going to be, a, it's going to be a straight horror. And his directing, his ability to kind of like bring that suspense in naturally in a movie that's supposed to deliver all of that. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely going to be a. Um, it's definitely gonna be something good. Now the guy that well, played. I, I can respect that you said that, Brad. Like somebody was like, "Oh, the movie's trash." Like I can respect that you're just saying, like I'm not his target audience because the movie wasn't trash. I think just like like I said, a lot of people went in. Okay, this is just like Get Out, and they seen him, and they want him to act as if he did playing Black Panther. Like I don't look for that with actors, man. I want you to be able to change up and be. Um, so versatility. Right. So I, yeah. I, I can I can respect you having your feeling like that. Yeah, I, a couple of my friends uh, when I first when I first said, "Man, like, is Jordan Peele having a sophomore slump?" Thought, you know, we're a little shocked with my statement because I'm someone who, you know, if we talk if we compare it to music, you know, I like a I like a J Cole, I like a Kendrick Lamar, things like that. Somewhere I'm gonna have you're gonna have to listen to the words. It's yeah, not just I it's not just a beat to, on. Yeah. It's it's actual uh, it's actual content, and that's how this movie compares to me, but. Just like it, I, I, I can love J. Cole. J. Cole's my favorite artist, but I can I can like him and say, okay, um, but you know, for your eyes only could have been better. Or K, KOD was great, but it wasn't it wasn't 2014 Forest Hill Drive. He was you can you, you you can still have great messages, have great songs, and it still may not be a certain level. I can't wait till we have the J. Cole edition of the podcast. Oh man, a music podcast. I look, I look forward to that. Uh, y'all but, y'all but, y'all uh, man, but that's for another time, man. We're gonna come back though, and um, and we're gonna, we're gonna get into some draft talk. We, we under four weeks away from the draft, so let's start breaking down some uh, some draft needs. We'll be back. All right, y'all, welcome back. Motown trying to give me a hard time about these, the Braves and Phillies. Yeah, yeah. Really trying to break out the brooms on us, but it's swept. We all we already got it done. It's, it's like a hundred and seventy-five Harper games just, left. So Harper, ain't just about cr- it. <laughs> Harper just crushed a four hundred hundred bomb. Oh know man, is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Oh man, whatever, man. I think it's five-one right now. NFL draft needs. <laughs> NFL draft needs is where we gonna go with this. But um, back to the bread and butter. Yeah. So so we're under four weeks to the draft. So. It's almost that time, man, for one of the best one of the best sports weekends, in my opinion. Most wonderful time draft. of the year, man. Um, I'm the guy on Saturday who's like in tune, seeing who goes in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. Yo, like, do y'all remember? <laughs> do y'all? Re- I know we. Yeah, I know. I know JD's the baby of the bunch, but do y'all remember when it used to be on Saturday? And it used yeah. to be Sunday. all Saturday and Sunday. day, dog. Yeah, it was Saturday Yo, and Sunday. I would. It, it started at twelve o'clock, huh? 
Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. It I, started I at it started at twelve o'clock that joint and get over to like nine. It might be like eleven, and then it was start, and then it was start like nine o'clock yes. on Sunday morning. Yes, because it was just, it was rounds one through four, four or five on Sunday, and then five, six, seven on Saturday. Well, one through like four on Saturday, and like five, six, seven on Sundays. And the time limits, like, because I remember first round, it was what it's ten long. minutes, and then that start. You get to that Sunday, and you get that second right. day, and it's just rapid yes. fire, yes. man. Yes, but um, so we we gonna start with two divisions. Uh, we gonna go with the. And break down, break down the Souths yeah. of yeah. the world, the AFC South and the, the NFC South. Um, AFC South, man. Um, this this past year, they had uh, three, three, three playoff teams. Three playoff teams, and the team that didn't make the playoffs, believe it or not, is the team was actually my Super Bowl pick. Like I had Jacksonville going to the going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. After. After what they did at the Steelers, like I thought, and then I knew they they For, no the Patriots game yeah. they put up forty five on the Patriots. Yeah, they it was, was right actually there. their defense that kind of let them they down guess. that game. Um, yep. But obviously, I can't stand the AFC. I think AFC South is the weakest division in all pro football. I think I think it has been historically. I don't think it is. No, nah, this last today. year was strong. Only reason you're saying that because of what. What team, what, historically or what team today? No, no, what team right now is making it, like, relevant again? Houston. Houston's Houston my squad. Houston's my squad. I mean, the Col- the Colts have been the team from that division that's always kind of been uh, ahead of it, but and, and that's because of Peyton Manning. Right. Um, exactly. Obviously, you have the Andrew Luck thing, which, whatever. <laughs> um, but they have a young defense right now that actually is playing Dude, extremely well. The Colts? The Colts. Yeah. They the got Colts. the ball Leonard. That is a problem. HBCU. Problem. He's HBCU? South Carolina State. Leonard is? Yes. The oh middle linebacker who like had all them tackles this oh year. Oh, my God. He was drafted in like the third round. But, but, but I think what is the strong point in their, their team is that, that old line. Yes. That old. Yes. 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 Yep. 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 Like they, it's and, big and, and, you know we got to see that firsthand this year. Listen, they they caught us when we were on a little bit of a run, like five in a row. Um, we went out there to kind of, you know, played on the road, and they took it to us. Um, like I said, their O line ball, the defense, the defense ball, um, they played a great game. I'm still I'm still not the biggest Andrew Luck fan. Nah, I think um, but that that's for another day. <laughs> we can get in on we can get, we can get to talk about our whole most overrated by positions or something like that. Yes. But um that'll be fun. But but yeah, I'm not a big Angel fan, but they had a good run game this year. They got their offensive line improved. Like I said, they got a young defense. So that so so they're really doing well. The Colts team probably isn't one that needs a ton. Um I, I think they still need weapons though on the outside. They need another receiver. For, yes, for Andrew Luck. So receiver is definitely a need. Um, I think because they're picking. I'm looking at it right here. They got they're picking 26 in the draft. They may be able to steal um, the cat from Palmyra, Kelvin Harmon. That might they might be able to snatch him up and be a, that might be a sleeper. The one of the best picks in the first draft, yeah, first there, round. There's quite a, 
there's quite a few good receivers in the draft, and I think there's going to be a, a but, couple. But I, I think I think uh, Kelvin Harmon, Mouton, was, was I, I think you, I think you can get him the second day. I agree. I, I, I think I, he's, I, I think he's going second round as well. I agree, but he's the perfect complement to. Oh um, no, he definitely is. Or do you think it's time for now for Andrew Luck to get? Like, and I tossed the term just all night. Like, like I, I really more so like Paul's a, a, a big body wide receiver. Yeah. But, and, and don't get me wrong, Harmon is put together. I think he's about 6'1, six, 6'2. Six, but do you think now, like, I feel as though he has that. I think he needs to, like, have someone that demands that double team. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton, he's the man. I mean, I, I love T.Y. But so he's a speedster. He's a speedster. Yeah, you need he somebody. Needs somebody that is going to be dominant right now for him to be. You know what I mean? Like, you know who I like. You know who I like at at that receiver position. As far as to me, probably probably someone who's not getting a lot of credit right now because of because of DK Metcalf's yep. physique, because of because of some of the stuff he he put up at the combine. 27 reps, which would set uh, um, record. a record for, yeah. for, for wide receiver on the bench. And then he ran a 4 3 3. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I actually like that also did 27 reps on the bench press, but you haven't, you, you don't really hear it? Who's that? Nikel Harry from, uh, from Arizona from Arizona State. State. Yes. He yes. is a monster. Yes. And if you're talking about that big body, he's 6 2. <laughs> he's someone who, 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 like I said, has that strength, so you're not going to be able to jam him. Right. And, and he now, can run, and I feel like his, his route running is, is is better than where than where DK is. DK is faster, but I feel like I feel like Her, uh, Nikhil Harry right now is the better package for a receiver. So to go to complement Ty, like that's a guy you go get. Now you can get Harry, believe it or not, you can get him in the second or third. Maybe. I, I think I think not, if, if not he, the third. Not no, the third. I think I no. think well. No, they're picking at the end of the second, so. They may have to trade up to get him, but I think there's going to be a run on receivers. There, um, there's definitely going to be a run on receivers, and yeah. it depends on where it goes. Because yeah. you have, like I said, especially in the twenties, you have a Baltimore team that's going to need a receiver. Yeah. Like I said, you have this. You have. You're, we're going to get the teams that kind of need that position. But once you go, it they're going to they're, they're going to start going. And while there while there's I, a lot, they're not all the same kind of receiver. So do I you go that get run, that, that run is going to be late first. Yeah. Early second, because I, I'm going to tell you, like, it's for some people, you know, that, you know, just want to see running backs, quarterback, and skill positions get drafted. Uh, <laughs> this ain't the draft. You know, no. This is going to be a very, for some people, a very boring draft because it's going to be lineman heavy. Yep. People already now have set the standard <laughs> for how you draft O lineman and D lineman, a.k.a. Brad Us, Dallas Cowboys. Um, Look at the Colts this year. Look mm-hmm. at, um, mm-hmm. you know, a.k.a. Philly uh, with their D-line. They're, they're, they're relentless D-line. Like, people have already set the bar right now, and guys are trying to do this. So they're it's trying to emulate be, it. Yeah, so yeah. That's, it's going to be a D-tackle, a D-in, yep. edge rusher, O-line, interior O-line, and offensive tackle. This is going to be with this type of first-round draft. It's going to be all about it. Yep. All no. about Yo, I, yo, I absolutely agree, and I mean, the the Colts also they could use um an interior defensive lineman, um as a need as well. So we'll see which way they go, but as you stated, if there's going to be a run on receivers, 
late first into the early second, and they don't come back again until end into the second round. Like that's yeah, like that's I said, it's up, do you want to go take who who you like and who you identify to be the guy at that point? Um, it, yeah. so like I said, we go through the rest of the AFC South. Obviously, probably one of the, the the bigger moves before we get to Houston. Probably one of the bigger moves the team that you picked to go to Super Bowl last year at AFC Jacksonville. They yeah. get they get Nick Foles. So they scratch their biggest need, yeah, off the tape, off the table for now. We'll see what Je- we'll see what Foles does outside of Philadelphia. Some people are are worried that he can only perform in Philly. No, he does have um, De Filippo down there, who obviously was his coordinator when they won um, the Super Bowl. He, he needs some help though, man. Like I, I'm looking at these needs, like and I, like this, I mean, yo, he needs some help. You got. Westbrook and what Marquise Lee or Would you make this? So a trade just popped into my head. Would you make this trade? Nelson Aguilar and a second round pick for uh, Jalen Ramsey and a second round pick. Stop, man. Listen, we're not. Would y'all y'all would do that? Listen, listen. (laughs) You, you, you Eagles fans have to stop. Y'all thought y'all was getting Jalen Ramsey for for Nick Foles, like. So Jalen Ramsey isn't coming listen, to Philly. Listen, so that's not happening. So Nick, let's get realistic. What can they get in a draft? <laughs> uh, Nick Foles. Like, Nick Foles needs help, man. I just hope they don't listen. And I, like I'm a huge, like everybody's like I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm a huge Nick Foles fan, man. Like I, I love Nick, man. Uh, I just don't want him to go down there, and you know they asked him to perform was nobody. Yeah, and then everybody's gonna be like. The tight end position is definitely a need. Um, Jacksonville drafts where? Seventh. So that that's probably too early to grab a tight end. They're gonna have to go. They're gonna have to go best D lineman because uh, it's the the problem is that in at that top of the draft, if you go if you go need as opposed to best player available, uh, you're gonna miss out on some yeah. some serious talent. No, I agree. But in the second in the second so the second round, they can probably come back and and and, gra- and go and grab yeah. a tight end or something like that. But yeah, there, like I said, go go out and get another edge rusher. You know what I mean to go to go along that defense, and then edge rusher or or truthfully go get the best offensive lineman. Right. You have yeah. if you're going to build your if you're going to build your game on a strong defense in a run game with Leonard Fournette, and you're bringing Nick Foles in there to just kind of you know move the ball on third down things like that. Make it easy for him. Give him give him third and shorts. So I, I, I think they should definitely go edge first. Um, and how they got it, Brad. I, you know, how you send me, I think they should go edge first, tackle, and then absolutely at this point, because they will be available, the best wide receiver left on the board you have to go get. Right. You have right. to go get. got to go get. In the second so round. Edge, ta- yeah. Edge, tackle, they have, they have two seconds, right? Yeah. The Jacksonville? Yeah. I believe so. Because they, then they, they were 
requires something from uh for Dante Fowler. No, you're right. You're right. They, I think, but that one's probably at the end of the draft. That's at the end of the uh second. Yeah. So I'm saying at that point you have to get. I don't care who's available. You have to get the best wide receiver available at that point. Right. And, and I, I, it, don't, it, don't, it doesn't matter who it is. You have to get the best wide receiver available at that point. But I agree. You have. To, I think you should go edge to help out with that defense because Jalen Ramsey can't do everything. He can't do everything. So you got to get some pressure to help him to be able to play on the ball, at least have quarterbacks throwing that ball up. And you got to get somebody to help make Foles to, to protect him. And then after that, you have to get him some help on the outside, inside, wherever this wide receiver is going to go. You got to, like, at, at least. If the Jaguars' defense gets back to – some form of dominance, Nick Foles will be fine. That's he Can I needs, tell you something? Yeah, go ahead. The, the Jaguars' defense wasn't as bad as people made it out to be this past year. Yeah. Um, it's that the offense wasn't scoring. No, yeah, you, their defense actually really wasn't, wasn't that bad. Um, their offense was just horrible. Yeah. And when you're on the field all day, you're only, you, you're only going to be able to, to, do but, to do but so much. Um, like people don't realize, I think. Um, Yo, and it's, it's, it's crazy you said that, Brad, and that Motown said it. I had kind of, and this is crazy. I had a little bit of high hopes for Blake Bortles because because of how he. And this, I'm not saying how he played last year. I'm saying <laughs> how he finished the season yes. last year. Mm-hmm. I had some high hopes. I said, okay, I think how he finished the season last year. David, I'm like, okay, he's going to come into this year with, you know, some confidence. And he did the complete opposite. And I was a little just frustrated, man, because, you know, like, at the end of the day, I, I know we can all agree we're, we're football fans first. So I, I, I really was kind of rooting for the guy this year to prove people wrong, man. And he's just not it. No. I, was, I wasn't rooting for him. No. I was rooting for him to be bad so he could get up out of there because I know they needed somebody yeah. somebody better. Yeah. Um, it's just like I said. He's he he's he just he's just not it. Now I think he made a great decision to go to to the Rams, um, and to go somewhere where you know, God forbid, golf gets hurt. You're now on an offense that almost almost kind of works by itself, and and maybe and maybe you can you can get more people on your side again right. to show that you know that that you're not just like some some kind of bummer or whatever. But let me. You want to hear a surprising stat? The um the Jacksonville Jaguars defense was number four in points per game given up this season. What? They wow. only gave up they only gave up nineteen point eight points wow. per game. Wow. And how much did they score though? Um I don't have all the stats yeah. in front of me, but the teams in front of them, the Chicago seventeen points a game, yeah. playoffs. Baltimore, eighteen points a game, playoffs. Tennessee, eighteen points a game. Playoffs. Houston, 20 points a game. Playoffs. New England, Dallas, the Colts, and Philly, and Minnesota, 20 to 21 points a game. They were the only team in the top 10 defense-wise defense and points per game. Forget yards. Forget anything else. Points is what matters most. They were top five and did not make the playoffs. Wow. And that's why I say that with Nick Foles coming there, Nick Foles knows what he does well. You know, and he doesn't do a lot if you have no, a defense like that. No, and he's going to, with that defense, he's going to be fine. Um, moving forward. Houston. We got Houston. 
one of my favorite one of my favorite young quarterbacks who I think is maybe one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. But if they do not draft an offensive right, lineman, exactly, <laughs> he will not be in the league that long. He led the league this year being sacked sixty two times, Bruh. They don't need one lineman. They need they multiple need, linemen. Look, so your first round pick, line tackle. Uh, Brad, your second Brad, round pick, see, guard. Brad, you know that, that that boy in Dallas where number four he wasn't too far off, which is crazy. So no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was. I he, think he was like at fifty-two or fifty. Yeah, as far there, as far as sacks, yes. But thank but goodness, thank goodness, his Dak built like a brick these, house, though. But they they Sean needs a lineman quick, man. It's like I, I like he has, and it's crazy because he's just able to just fight through it and keep performing. But he shouldn't have to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he really shouldn't, man, because I feel as though if he just has a couple more seconds in that pocket, I think Deshaun could really carve defenses up. Yo, he, you I saw really it. I think he could carve defenses like, His rookie year. They said he has to be on the move to make good passes. He has to be scrambling to the right. That's not true. I don't think that's the case. No, like, we've seen him do this in Clemson. Yeah. So... <laughs> He doesn't have to be on the move. He's just always on the move. He has to. He has no time. Yeah. Like I said, he has the receivers. To me, he has the best wideout in the game. And then you get a healthy Kendall Fuller, uh, a Fuller back, and, and like like he has he has weapons. You get better off of the line. Your your run game is going to be better. Yeah. So you're going to compliment him, and they have a good defense with Clowney and Watts and like so so they have pieces. They just have to protect him. And they'll move on. Right. Tennessee. I would, I would just go all line. Exactly. And all I seven agree. picks. I agree. Yeah. Defense, no. Looking at, the safety, looking at the safety thing, and I'm not saying this is a plug and play type of position, but I feel as though they can get by. I would just get all linemen. They got to. They got to go linemen. Yeah, I think. I think this is an easy one, short and sweet linemen. Like, <laughs> I mean, and then the Titans. Like, do you believe that Mario can stay healthy? Like, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't really like yo. He, I don't really care for him as a quarterback. But <laughs> I mean, yo, he. Some games he just balls, man. But I, he's I, brutal. I, I, I just don't really. His, his style of play is just weird to me. But he's definitely a baller. He's a baller, yeah, but it's like what what can they do that will push them over the hump? The organization does does doesn't believe he can say health. You wanna know why? Because they got Tannehill. They went and got Tannehill. Yep. So they went and got uh, a a quarterback. Yep. In case they got in case they gotta go that route, here's someone who's played, yeah. here's someone who's who who's won a few games, but also kind of had his injury problems. But at least we can we can bring somebody who's also mobile. Mind you, this is also a contract year for Mariota. Yeah? Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think, because believe it or not, um, who's the coach for the Titans? Vrabel. Uh, Vrabel. He's not tied to Mariota. He's not. So realistically, after this year, he could be like, "Let's get rid of Mariota. Let me let's draft my quarterback uh-huh. and let Tannehill start, and Tannehill get the keys next year, and he'll groom the heir apparent." That's what I think was going to happen. I think they're tripping uh, too, man. They 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 gotta get a. Uh... They gotta get Deion Lewis a little bit more involved, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel so they, they gotta get him more involved, man, and really get that offense because but, it's like he really has nobody to lean on. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is, is coming along though. Like I think he yeah, started no, no, as a he late. Really is. He's proven me wrong with my. my <laughs> I, I like I don't like Alabama backs, and he's starting to like. I mean, once again, Brad can't can't lie though. 
taking him a little bit of time. Yeah, he's got. It takes him a while to get the wheels going. Not as much as Mark Ingram, but it's taking him a little time. But this is things I don't wish upon people. I just don't think he's going to have a long career in the league. He's too yo. He's very tall. Yeah. He's small down low and he's very top heavy. Running backs don't though. So like that wouldn't be a a shocker. I mean, running backs typically don't have long careers. They have the shortest careers out of any position. This may be a little bit, a little bit shorter, Brad. But this one too, I would go O line, and um, also once again try to, you know, at, at some point, at some point, at some point in the season, at some point in the draft, try to get a uh, wide receiver because yeah. he, he's got the kid. Uh, what's his name? Corey, Corey Davis. He can't stay healthy. Corey Davis. I think he just. Didn't he just score his first touchdown? <laughs> against, against, against yes. Like, and I was like, yo, when they said that, I was like, wow. Because he didn't play like the entire. Yeah. Yeah. He's injury prone. Like, they're, they're, they're another one of those teams who, that needs who, a wide out. whose number one weapon is their tight end. Yep. And that's Delaney Walker, yep. who has always yeah. been. Mr. One of the Mr. most Fink. underrated yeah. tight ends in the yeah. league. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so, so that wrap up the AFC South. Uh, moving on to the NFC. Um, speaking of Mariota, his same draft class. You have Win- James Winston, and you had the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. So, my favorite coach is back in the league. I love that dude, man. Uh, their their new head coach. Yeah. That's my man. <laughs> That's my main man. Um, they got the fifth pick. So, like I said, if Kyler Murray drops, I'm taking him. I don't, I don't, I, there's really no question. Because James Wilson is super average. Man. He is super average. Yo, he is, he is hot and cold if there was ever hot and cold. Like, when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, bro, like he, it's. Yo, I feel like they, I feel like all they need is the defense. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, like. He, he, he's had turnover issues. Yeah. Yes. But he could overcome that. He's had, but I still think he has what it takes to be to be a winning quarterback in the NFL. I think that their main issue though is um, they had like a top five offense last year, hey, but you're not winning games. Like it's the defense. Like you got you got like Brent Brent Brent. Or is, or is it, do, you, do you stick through with him and just get him weapons? Around him because it it's no not weapons. Team. Weapons really isn't. I don't think is their issue. You you, you don't think so? They they're nah. who's their their tight end. Like, 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 like Brad, they I'm got like, they got. Watch, think about it. They have. Played, you don't like Mike Evans. Mike, yeah, and that's what I was about to say. I, no, it's not that I don't like him. I think he's slowly going to be just a possession receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Another Keyshawn Johnson. Brad, I, I really watched because I had a. Yo. <laughs> uh, the week before we played them, I watched that game where he was always the first, the last off the line. Bro, like, listen. You, you can't do that. He Last off the line, I he leads the league in, in, in receptions and, and, and catches. Like, listen, no, no, Mike no, Evans I, I is a monster. Care, but how, how long is that going to continue to work? If you look at his he, Long he's enough. Not in, he's not quick in and out of his routes. So you think just throwing it up is just going to keep working? That's not what he's saying. Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's just uh, just throwing it up. I think w- with your body frame and things like that, you can you can still uh, you can still position yourself and and, and gain and gain leverage. And if he's one on one, 
all you have to do is place the ball on a certain radius, and he he can block out a smaller cornerback. He can he can go up and get it. He can make the plays. He's athletic enough to adjust to the ball, and he has good hands. And he has, and he runs and he runs decent routes. So like I just feel that he just because he's not the he's not he's not the fastest, but he's an extremely effective effective receiver. Period. And like so 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 you go you you have a you have a Mike Evans, you have a. You have a Jordan, you have an OJ Howard, you have a Cameron Brake at tight end. Like so, they have two athletic tight ends that can stretch the field. You have a a big tight end. So you're talking about in a red zone, your money. Like you got you got three red zone targets. Yeah. You have a Chris you have a, um you, you have a Chris Godwin. You have a Brashad. So, so now would they be time to go get a a, a a Marquise Brown or something like that? And I don't. It may, go, it, it may be time to go get a Keith Brown. Yo, no, I think. I think right now their biggest need is defense, because you have you 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 really have enough weapons to make it work Did on they? on offense. They drafted Ronald um, Ronald Jones last year to running back, yeah. and he got hurt. Didn't they? Did they? Uh, did they cut Gerald McCoy? They didn't cut Gerald McCoy. There's there was rumors yeah. that they might try to trade him. Okay. Um, I think I just think that they might be. Re-signed, they resigned Doug Martin. So they they got the fifth pick in the draft. They gotta hit on that. You go, they gotta get a defense. You go player. defensive line. Yeah, go defense. Motown, maybe if Kyler Murray and, and I hear what you're saying, but maybe if, it's just not time right now. Maybe like, you, like like Brad said, it, it, it may be just time to build up your uh, your defense because they got the what, 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 what's the one linebacker's name? Drill. He's super fast. Oh, he got hurt. He left. Who you, you talking, talking about? You talking about Quan Alexander? He on the Niners Quan now. Alexander Dickey, yes. He on the Niners. Yeah, he 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 tore his ACL, and then the Niners went and paid him big money. <laughs> so, so like my thing, and, and think about like Brent Grimes is is older. Yes. Um, that might Ber- be. Vernon 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 Hargraves hasn't been the guy they thought he was going to be out no, of Florida. He hasn't panned out. So my thing is. With the, you, with the fifth pick, like you said, you you got to go by best player available. Do you stretch on a greedy? Do you, do you stretch on a greedy Williams or do you? Because check this out. Here's another thing with the, with yeah, the Tampa I'm Bay. Like greedy, but, but Brad, Too early for five. Greedy yeah. isn't doing what he's doing. No. It's because Tampa just won't come off of that cover two that they owe. No, but like, I mean, greedy, greedy Williams come out of LSU this year. He's saying like, could he could, could he slide into Tampa? But what I'm saying yeah, is, and, 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 and surprisingly, I heard this year well, when he was doing his interviews. Surprisingly, coming from LSU, they said this year they played a lot of cover two. Yeah. So it may make sense for that move to go there because they need they 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 need turnovers. Yeah. So it's either edge or you go you go skill set. Yeah. DB. That, and that's why I agree. I even for the first two rounds, like I'm I'm going edge. I'm going to defensive end. In that first, in that first pick, and then I'm coming back, and I'm going, and I'm going corner. You can go corner, you can go say, but you got, you got to go there. So go get a, go get a Montez Sweat, go yeah. get a Rashawn Gary, like go, Josh Sweat, like, yep. yeah, like, yeah, like, I wouldn't even met with Ed Oliver there. Look, I, there was a, you got, you got JPP who had a good year. You had McCoy, like, bolt that thing up and just say, if if Quentin Williams is there. If Rashawn Gary is there, or if um, what's the other boy or Josh? If the boy Sweat is there, that's I'm not mad at neither one of them. But they'll all be there. But to check this out, their offensive coordinator is Byron Leftwich. Mm-hmm. What quarterback in the draft reminds y'all 
that like Byron Leftwich will fall in love <laughs> with that quarterback if he's there. You my Haskins. Listen, if 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 if. But to I, me, but to me, is is Winston not that? I don't look. <laughs> like, come on, th- what, yo. Look, so give me. Giving him, giving him some fresh blood. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that pickup for at, o, at OC for. I do. For you don't like Byron Leftwich? No. What? Uh, I know. Listen, I know. yo, I love, I, like I love him. Marshall. I like him at Marshall. Nah, he's, he's been. Um, what's the coach's name for TB? Tampa Bay. He's uh, my boy with the Kangles. Yes. Um, he's been, he's been grooming him, for the longest time, to be his OC. Ever Bruce, since Bruce Arians, yeah. Ever since ever they've been together since Steeler days. Since he was a backup with the Steelers, they've been together. And I've always liked Byron Leftwich. I always liked how he 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 was just as a player, or whatever. But he's an aggressive and he's putting the work coordinator, coaching wise to yeah. like to earn to, to earn it and get yeah. up there. So we'll see. Um, Wait and but, see on TV, man. We'll see. On but him. but the Bucks, the Bucks have missed the playoff eleven straight years. Nah, it's time. So they got to figure something out and, and, and get the ball and get the ball going. Um, the other team that missed the playoffs from from the South. Well, actually, I mean, three teams missed the playoffs yeah. this year from the South. The next team would be the Atlanta Falcons. They were just in a Super Bowl two like years three, ago. Three Super Bowls ago, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, with a lead of tw- uh, 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 twenty eight to three. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and now, rough, and now, and now, look where they are. Um, struggling, about to pay Julio a whole lot of money for no reason. They, they lost. They lost Tevin Coleman. They lost Tevin Coleman. They're about to pay big money to Julio Jones. And they about to be strapped after. That, um, man. they have Number Calvin. One. They have. They have. They have Calvin Ridley. Number one. Yep. What, what's that, JD? I said he's gonna. They're trying to set a deal right now. He'd be the highest. He'd be over twenty. Yeah, over twenty mil. So we'll see. We'll see when that becomes official. But they have weapon on offense. Yes, they have. They they have. They have. Um. They have Julio. They have Ridley. Brad is crazy. Their their defense was. Yo, Botan knows their defense was actually great last year. They all got hurt. They got hurt. Yeah, first game when Keanu Neal went out, it was like, oh, so. Yeah. Um, I, I say, Brad, you you you, you gotta go interior D line. Yes. You got big B's. You gotta go interior D line. At fourteen, they're picking at fourteen in the draft. Somebody's gonna drop. Yeah. Somebody's gonna go drop. Right here. And you believe it or not, who's their corners? Because you might be able to steal a greedy Williams at fourteen. I mean, I mean, you or, could or a cat the boy from Washington. Byron I mean, Murphy. so 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 they have they have they have um, Desmond Trufant. Yeah, he's getting old. Um, and they have they have Isaiah Oliver who played who played their other one this year. They have Keanu Neal as as safety. Like I don't, truthfully, I don't think they I don't know if they need a defensive tackle. They got like the boy Grady Jarrett is a is, is, is a beast. is a dog. Yes. Um. So you have him. You have. And you said you have McKinley and. No, that was bad. That was bad, man. Like they, yeah, I think if anyone out of the same position kept him, but I mean, I, I don't know. But you I know what I think they? You know what I think they need? I think if they can get another inside linebacker to complement Deion Jones. Deion Jones. Yeah. Go man, get. Listen, you know. You know who you go get. Go get Devin Bush. Go get Devin Bush. 
Maybe not this year, Brandon. No, listen, you know, look, JD. He's, he's holding it down on the inside. Why not get a D line, somebody in front of him to clear, to clear uh, blitzing lanes for him? I like, think, JD. Could you I imagine Deion Jones mixed with Devin Bush or Devin <laughs> White? Well, Devin yeah. White's going, going. Devin White's well, going. Well, look, look. Could you Devin imagine him 10. and Devin Bush? Yeah, I have the fastest linebacker corner. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like you say. If JD, you you know how we, we we look at it, especially with having the best young linebacker core or linebacker core period yes. with 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 the two young dogs. Yeah, they already have they already have Vic Beasley on one outside. They have Karis McKinley on the other. Yeah, I mean like as I'm saying, so if if you back if you back that up with having in the middle Deion Jones and and and, and Devin Bush. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And then, like I said, and, and then you bring back a Keanu Neal. And what I'm saying is, Brad, and once again, we've seen this hands-on this year. What does that mean if your D, if your interior D line? Don't get me wrong. The, you know, Edge Rusher, Big Beasley, Deonzo, they're dogs. McKenzie's he's a dog. But what does that mean if your D line is getting rushed and now they got? Linemen in their face. No, I feel you. And like I said, if, if our D line is to occupy these linemen, so your, your, your linebackers can scrape, make a play, or they can blitz. They have an open uh, blitzing lane. Like that's what I'm saying. I, and, and looking like it this year, even when they played us, that was the problem with Deion Jones. He had no blitzing lane, and JP was getting right to his face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all game, and I was just like, damn, like. Deion Jones can't do it. Like we basically took him out of the game. Mm-hmm. So you, I think now you gotta go D. You gotta go interior D line. And believe yeah. it or not, if they do interior line on that pick, that's not a bad pick. Like, cause they're gonna get somebody that's a game breaker. I'm just saying, if you say interior D line, okay, but I don't know if I go edge rusher the way you were saying over over, over linebacker. I no, mean, I, no, I didn't say. I said interior. Okay. Okay. So like I said it depends. I said like I said, we'll see. Line, yeah. I, I don't think I think I'm right for right now. It depends. That might be the Ed Oliver uh, area. But Ed Oliver might be going. So my thing is like, I think it also depends on how the board sets up. I think there's no. I'm gonna tell y'all this: Ed Oliver is yo. Listen, what what, what was it? A four-one his shuttle, like or something? It was something crazy. That means he is super quick and he can scrape that whole line. Mm -hmm. He's gone. He's gone before fourteen. Top ten. Yes, you, yeah. you, know, you gotta go top ten. Yeah. yeah, yo, listen, I'm telling you, if if somebody in that, let's say, um, in the in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the NFC South goes, um, they get a good they get a good old line. Somebody's gonna counter that. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go get head out. Yep. Like, I like that's what I would do. I'm like, oh, okay, he yo, he got him a dog. I'm gonna go get head out. So you can't get no hands on him at all. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be trying to grab the back of his jersey. You got to go do that, man. This dude is going to be very disruptive and violent in the league. So, let's we're going to keep rocking. Um, next up, uh, Carolina. Whew. Now, as we're talking about all this, I think this is the year. Like, Carolina is hit or miss. They're always like that. I think this is the year Carolina makes that gets back to – being one of the top teams in the NFC. False. You don't believe it? False. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> false. You don't think so? They're two years yo, away. When, yo, when are they going to get Cam 
I'm looking at the knees right here, Brad. And, they, uh, O-line, listen, and some of the knees, O-line is what they need. Yes, yes. They need an O-line, they need O-line, man, like. That, that, that too, but, bro, like, besides KD, who's 290 pounds somewhere right now, who has Cam had as a, as a, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, Steve Smith, for what? The, the two years or the one, whatever the that game might be, a, that who might has, be a team they get a wide out for. Who has Kim had? So, so You're asking this guy to go out and perform with slot wide receiver. Unlike this year, he had my he had my bull punches. I like punches, but Funch is gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. That's what I'm saying. He's now, gone. where did he go? Demir Demir Bird is also Demir. gone. You took another speed guy away. So who does this man have? I mean, you got the boy DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore, but you got to get this guy. Yo, that's a big quarterback. Get him. Get him another physical dominant presence out there. We've seen what Cam did with KB when he was in wide receiver. When he was a wide receiver, like right now, he's a. He's a tight, complete D. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, give him a big body guy. Can't like that funny. Likes to throw that thing up. Yeah. Yo, to be one of them guys. To be honest, Cam's best year was the year KB got hurt. Yes. And that's the year he actually yeah. went to the Super Bowl, I, and he didn't have the big guy to throw the ball up to any of that. Like, and and when we talk but about no, when we talk about when we talk about his when we talk about his. And Brad, I get you with that, but what what, what happened when he did have KB there? That one, you're like, yo, they was lighting it up. They was lighting it up. The only reason why they KB didn't make it was because Atlanta. That was the only reason why they didn't make it is because Atlanta was lighting it up. That's yo, really so, the only well, reason. And what, we, and, what, and what we can't what we can't leave out um, is the fact that he's had one of the best tight ends also yeah. in, in Greg Olson over the years. Yeah. So when you had he had a, he had, he had like but 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 you do like like I said this is this is a new age. NFL and you have to have multiple weapons. You just can't have one receiver and one tight end and, and yeah. seventeen running backs and, and think you're always gonna do something. Like they had a time where they had, you know, they had Tolbert, they had Jonathan Stewart, and they had um well uh, uh CJ Anderson or something yeah. like, like they had they had so many people at running back, they were paying that's so much money. To, it was crazy. Like, right now, right but, now, I mean, don't give me uh McCaffrey uh contributed a lot in the receiving game sure he had a thousand. I mean, but it's just I, I, like he needs more, man. Like I think you definitely go, you definitely go tackle, uh, Brad Motons. Like it's there or guard. I mean, this is this is a heavy draft with that. But this this is a, a, another team too. The best wide receiver available at your next pick. You gotta, man. You gotta get this guy some help, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now the thing is, so the thing is this also. We don't know if Cam's actually going to play this year. That's true. Cam had Cam had a surgery issue. They were talking about him having surgery, and they said that there's rumors saying that they almost want to treat him that, like like how the how the Colts did Andrew Luck, and give him a full season off. I think that'd be smart. If that, that happens, if, if that's the case, and that's what I'm saying. So to for you to say they're going to be the team's back all this year, you're saying it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like he's not going to dress like that. That's a that was a rumor potential they probably, possibility. They probably gonna go. Good we don't know if that's gonna happen. I like and, and Ken's probably one of those guys to say, listen, if he feels good, he's probably gonna want to play. So yeah. we don't know exactly what's gonna happen. That has been made fact, but that was something that was floated out there. They go get Colin Kaepernick. Now they did draft DJ Moore last year. <laughs> they did draft DJ Moore last year, mm-hmm. who I do like. Yeah. But the problem is, he's not. That's a, not a, like he's not a. 
Julio by himself isn't enough. Like you, like no. think about look, look at the, the Falcons. And they have Julio and and and, and Ridley and things yeah. like that, and they can't do it with that. So you have to get multiple targets, multiple weapons. I do want to say this because we left this out when we we're talking about the Colts. Now that now we're here and we're talking about Devin Funches, Funches actually went to the Colts. So that does give Andrew Luck that big body on you were talking about deal, earlier. Though, yeah. He's there on the one year deal. Um, so I did just kind of want to um, touch on that, but I think Carolina has a lot of needs. Um, like I said, O line, uh, receiver. Um, they they lost Thomas Davis. Uh, they got they got a their, lot. Their safety play has been horrendous. Um, so, like I said, and they could probably use another defensive lineman. Um, uh, West name officially retired. Correct. Who's that? Uh, Peppers. Yeah, he's gone. Peppers is gone. Yeah, gone. So, like I said, that's a team to me that has a lot of holes to fill. Mm-hmm. So when 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 Motown wanted to kind of slam on the table to be back this year, I don't I don't see that uh, happening. Um, but we'll see. The crazier things have happened yes. in the NFL, but now they got a lot and, to prove. And, 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 they, and if, I'm, and if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they made zero moves. Yeah. They haven't done anything. Now they lost a lineman, but he was somebody who I didn't like anyway. Khalil. They lost Matt Khalil. Yeah. But he was he was trash and he went to Houston. Who yeah. I'm like, that's not how you help Deshaun Watson. That's not how you help Deshaun Watson. But Yeah, and so and so does every Panther trust me, you know I went to school in, in North Carolina. Every Panther okay. fan hates Khalil. Yeah. <laughs> they hate oh, that. They so happy he going. <laughs> Uh, oh, other than that, we got New Orleans. They don't have a first round pick. No, um, no, that's uh, I think that's property of Green Bay. Yeah, and they got because the, they got the cat Davenport, who really didn't perform. <sighs> no, but he no, he started coming on late. Davenport's yeah. gonna be a monster. He's gonna be good, but we, it's one of them things where was it worth it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, Here, here's another one where I, I think you go. With them, I think you go best of best. Their defense really isn't that good. Yo, I was just thinking about that. Their defense really isn't that good. But also, you may disagree. Let me see where y'all heads are with this. I think Drew Brees can use some more outside help as well. Yo, yeah, bro, who's it's, it? it's not, it's not, it's not. No, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Cause they're. It's not too much long where you take Mike Thomas away. And yeah. What are you going to try to just keep throwing it to Kamara at the back? Yeah. So they're. Again? So, so, so like, I think I might've had more catches than there are receivers not named Michael Thomas this past year. Um, <laughs> they, they're literally Michael Thomas. Like you said, Kamara, they both have a hundred catches, but after that, it's nobody. And that's why they were out there trying to get Dez, trying to get Brandon Marshall and, and bring all these people on. Now, I would love to see Dez re-sign there and play there this season. Yeah. So I would love to see uh, that to give them that, that outside help. That's scary. They did get Jared Cook at tight end. That's a good pickup. They lost they, they, um, they lost they lost Ben Watson, I believe. Um but but they got they got Jared Cook. They also had the other the other tight end, Josh Hill. Um so the Titans are set, but they do need the outside. They do, they do need another receiver on the outside. And in the second round, will Kevin Harmon, somebody like that, fall? Yes. That may be. Even like you said, Brad, with Kill Watson, I mean, he didn't help any this year. He had 435 receptions, 400 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, and that's why he's going. And Jared Cook had a, had a big year with Oakland. So they're bringing, they're bringing him in, hoping that, you know, Jared Cook's been one of those Titans that's supposed to been doing great things for a while. Um, he finally had a decent season, and we'll see if he can continue that with 
with a, with another good quarterback. But I also saw Jared Cook and Green Bay not really do much. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, but they definitely need help on the outside. So that round two pick. That may be a wide receiver. But I ask you this though: Would you rather improve your wide your, your wide your, your wide receiver with that second round pick? Will you, you have Breeze or if there's a right, you gotta go corner. You gotta go somebody, somebody that could comp at least. Yeah, do not rely Listen. on Eli Apple. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do not. You got a Marcus Lattimore. I mean, yeah, you got a Marcus Lattimore at corner who could, you know, he, he, he does very well. He's serviceable. Guys. You gotta. No, Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore, good. I think you gotta have somebody compliment Cameron Jordan. That's yeah, got, I mean, I think I think that's Davenport, and I think Davenport is going to come yeah. along. I keep telling people when when, when rookie defensive ends don't don't produce, I, I keep telling people that that's probably the most difficult position that to, 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 yeah, yeah. That, that's going to like translate immediately yeah. from college to the NFL. You look at someone yeah, like Jadavion Clowney; it took him three now. seasons. I mean, Brad, we're going through that. Right, now. with Taco and everything. But, like, but like Taco's not even on the level of a, of a Davenport as far as talent and skill-wise. Or, or, or Jadavion Clowney. You look at Jadavion Clowney now, and now Clowney is the guy that you thought he was when he got drafted. Right. But it took him it took him two and a half seasons. Right. So that's what I'm saying. With, with Davenport, he started to come along um, late. And I think with also getting a, a better corner behind him, that's going to also help out as well. So get somebody on that side, replace Eli Apple, and I think that's probably your best solution. And then in that third round, go get a receiver. Yep. Get a uh They lost Mark Ingram. So 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 let me ask you this, Brad. You're saying you're saying which okay, what's your list if Des resigns? If Des resigns, like, go get a corner. First 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 to like let's say First three knees. If Des resigns, and if he doesn't, because if he resigns, that changes the whole. Like I'm cool with Mike Thomas, Jared Cook, and Des Bryant, and Kamara. Sometimes you know, out the, helping in the backfield. I'm cool with that. But now, if Des doesn't resign, like, what's your take? If if, if Des doesn't, wide receiver is is automatically number to one. me. Their their second most important thing. Yeah, I still. Des or no Des, I think corner is it's probably where they should go. If if Des if they don't get Des or they don't figure out another receiver position outside of the draft, then receiver the receiver is probably number two. And then after that, I'm okay with getting another another edge rusher because you can never have too many edge rushers and keep a rotation. We've seen how the Giants did it with their NASCAR pack and things like that, and and, and having all those defensive ends. They have four at the time with you know. With with Yuma Yori and, and Strahan and 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 talk and so like I'm cool with that as well if you're gonna get pressure but to me like I said corner um, interior defensive lineman is another one like how you talked about they probably need somebody up the middle really um, with them so that's that's really where I'm going as far as as far as their needs. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So. To close, so to to conclude this, um, that was the the NFC South and the AFC South. Um, obviously, a lot of teams got a lot of needs, and they need to address it ASAP, or they're gonna be right back where they at, and they're gonna be at the top of the draft, and we're gonna have some new coaches we're gonna be talking about next year. Yeah. Um, but this yep. next this next segment we're gonna get into in a bit 
is uh, it's gonna be a little fun. It's probably gonna be a little bit, uh, definitely gonna be a lot uh, faster than this one. We're gonna talk about uh, a little uh, a NFC versus, East action. Little NFC East actions that ended up end end this podcast. Gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So we'll we'll see y'all on the other side. All right, NFC East action that wrap up the show. Yeah. Um, as as a lot of y'all may have may have already seen, um, there was a poll posted onto the uh, the Frenemies podcast page, and um, two teams, the two teams that we talked about last week, um, as being the only dogs really in the race for the NFC East, the Cowboys and the Eagles, both made uh, some, some some moves this week. Including a six-round draft pick in 2020. Motown's Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they got Jordan Howard on the last year of his rookie deal. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Motown's a happy man because he didn't want to draft the running back in the first round. I did not want Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I am I am the anti-Josh Jacobs fan, and I am so glad we made this trade. The Cowboys also made a six round also made a trade six round pick 2020 and they got the rights to Robert Quinn defensive end most recently out of Miami yeah um and you know we put it out there to to see what y'all thought who y'all thought had the better move out of the two teams i was surprised to see that um 75% of you guys said said Philly um a lot of eagles fans i saw on that post that's right but um Motan, you gonna you gonna get to because I think you believe y'all want to trade. So, so so let me you tell me why you believe the Eagles want to trade. So the only or had the best move. The only reason why because don't get me wrong, Robert Quinn is a player. Like he gets his he gets his money. Like he is a legit pass rusher. But the fact that it matters with Jordan Howard, like I didn't notice. Like he's only been in. I believe he's only been in the league for three years. Yeah, three years. That's crazy. Just, just, just missed a thousand yards this year. So he's been in the league for three years. Like, put that in perspective. I believe he came in the same year as Zeke. Yes. Yeah. So him and Zeke are the only running backs the past three years that have rushed for over nine hundred yards. Like, that's not you. You can't just not. That's not something you can just stumble upon in the NFL. Um, but only like running back in Bears history too to consecutively go. Thousand yard season back to back. Yes, like the but my my for the reason why I say we won this trade is because he's twenty four, and he still got tread on the tire because he his first Tariq been in the league for two years or or three, one. Oh, this is last year was his first year. Yeah. So, no two. You might be right. Yeah. So realistically, he doesn't have that much tread on his tires because he had to share the backfield with Tariq for two years. So, I mean, we're getting a steal, not, not and and for them, to, we're getting a steal because he's in the last year of his contract. He's he's on to prove it right now. He's got to prove it, or he's gonna be a free agent next year. Um, but the bro, like we got him for a sixth rounder in the twenty twenty draft, and it could be a fifth rounder if he rushes for over a thousand yards. I, I don't. I still don't understand how we pulled that off. Like, I mean. I, I think Chicago watered down his, they did. his stock because they, they, they came out basically time. saying he doesn't fit our system. Yep. We want to move him. We want to move him. We yep. want to move him. And you can ask for a third round pick for this season, for this year, but 
if no one if, if everyone knows you want to move them and no one's biting um you you got you got to have someone to play with you in order in order to really get what you want what you want back and because it is it is his last year of his deal um and the potential to probably make money next year and and, and will teams want to pay him that i think that's why he didn't go for what he went for now i'll tell you why i think the cowboys want to want to deal mm. Mm. um also a six round pick in 2020 yeah for to me the second most important position on the field i agree at the fir- the first position, the first obviously most important position is quarterback. Yeah. We all know that it's yeah. a passing league. So the next the next positions after that all go with passing. It's now how can you stop the quarterback? So right. you got to get you got to get that rush to the quarterback. So defensive end is number two. I go corner three and left tackle four. Like those are your top positions that you got to have. So to me, the position itself, defensive end versus running back get give me the edge rusher every time right um and he's going to come in and he's 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 instantly going to be he's instantly going to be that person that booking that can go on the opposite side of DeMarcus Lawrence now the question is is DeMarcus Lawrence going to be there in De- training De- camp De- DeMarcus Lawrence will be there DeMar- DeMarcus Lawrence will be there to start the season. He'll be there. He'll be there in training camp. Okay. The, the, he, 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 Brad, remember, he still has to get that shoulder surgery. He has now, that, he still never now, got the surgery yet? That all happened. Nah, dude, I'm not worried about that. He may be holding off on that. Uh, he said he was. Like, he, uh, he said he was. But even even if you go with bad Robert Quinn, yeah. the Robert Quinn is only going to get you six and a half to eight sacks. Mm-hmm. That's second most sacks on our defensive line already. Out the gate. Out the gate. So it it's an improvement for us in the area where where we can use it, and especially in this NFL. So, and now for him to go to to go there and not have to worry about really being being one of the main concerns of the offensive line, you now have a tank on the other side. You're gonna get, you're gonna get, you're gonna get freed up more. Like that's gonna be more of an impact. I feel in the game. For either other player, and we're being completely honest, I don't know that either Robert Quinn or Jordan Howard's on either team in 2020. That's that is true. Because are the Eagles going to want to pay Jordan Howard eight eight million a year, or well, would you rather if, dra- or would you rather if, draft a running back in 2020? If 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 we sign Carson Wentz this offseason to an extension. I, I think we'll be able to sign him. I don't think it matters. I I think I think running back and someone like Jordan Howard, as good as Jordan Howard is, is 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 is, is more easy to replace. Yeah, and for cheaper. And, it's a win win. So, yeah, like I said, both of these are are one year deals. Yeah. While Jordan Howard is 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 younger, and has a potential to maybe come back in Philly, I don't know that it. I don't know that it will. We saw we, we saw Jay Ajayi. Who who's young? Yeah. When you guys traded for him, he, he was problems. he was three years in in, in the league. That boy. And, and and y'all didn't think he was ever going to be anywhere else. He has some elements though. I mean, he did, he did, but but that's what happened with running backs. So running backs get broken down. So I look I look at Philly and, and I say they're probably going to try to run Jordan Howard into the ground this year. <laughs> you have him for cheap. You have we, him for cheap. We still going. I, I, I don't think I, I don't think it's going to be great. I think he's still going to get. He's going to get his stack, but I, st- I still think they're still going to do their running back by committee. Yep. No, well, you know what? And maybe not even by committee. 
Doug Peterson is a disciple of Andy Reid, and when once he's in the game, he refuses to run the ball. So you're right; he probably won't get ran into the ground. He's going to be the first and second down back. Clement's going to come in on the third. They're going to mix it up with Sproles um, here and there. And has Josh, Sproles officially resigned? No, they said he's he's not going to make his decision till May. But uh-huh. what the running backs will be coming into camp, unless they draft somebody, which I doubt now, um, it'll be Jordan Howard, Corey Clement. Darren Sproles, if he signs, if he doesn't, it'll be you it'll be got, somebody. You still got what Josh Josh Brown? Is that his name? Josh Adams. Josh Adams. Josh Adams, Josh Adams will be uh, Jordan Howard's backup. Like okay. that'll be the the backup. The, the, the first and second yes. down, but yes. Clement is your, is your third down. Clement's your third down. Back. Change of pace back, and then Darren Sproles is your your. Um, Listen, I I like Jordan Howard. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I just feel the importance of the position, the impact they're going to have. Like I said, you're talking about someone who's coming off the field on third down. Right. I'm talking about a player who's going to be on the field on the third down to make that difference. Right. And Robert Quinn. And that's why I feel for two teams who traded six-round picks, and not this year's draft, but next year's draft, to get a, a, a defensive end that can, that can help affect the game in that way, I think, the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys got the better of the two deals. Okay. What do you think, J.D.? Alright, mine, you know, uh, hard as, as hard as it is to say, uh, I, I think Philly definitely got this, uh, they won that, that trade. Um, number one, uh, like Motown said, they, they got a younger player. Um, I'm also look like it's, it's not by a far that Philly won the trade, but it's like they just got it. And I think the age difference really matters. Um, the other thing is productivity. Um, Jordan Howard just over the last three years, he's been more productive than a Robert Quinn. Right. Also, I mean, I'm looking at a Robert Quinn. This is a guy who's had 19 sacks before in the, in, 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 in the, in the NFL. Like he's had double digit sacks a couple times. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's an animal. Uh, Brad, I'm not taking uh, it lightly that you say, you know, defense is the second most important position on the field, hands down. I don't care what anybody says. If they say other, they got to check their football knowledge. Um, I feel as though with Philly, they got a balanced back that can just do everything he's asked on the field. A young guy, like you said, Moton, they got a guy that just missed a thousand yards this year. Because they, you know, they they incorporated Tariq Cohen a little bit more this year, so I think it was like nine thirty-five. I mean, yo, that's a win. And also, their biggest problem was they couldn't really get their running game going. I feel as though Brad, we we were we were somewhat disruptive last year, and you know, with, with, with QB hurry sacks, I think we were somewhat disruptive. You know, this this just adds more to our firepower. But this was a much need for them. This was a much need for them. I looked at the games that Philly rushed for at least 75 yards. They won those games. And it was very few. So I think this was a much need for them. And I just think they got it, man. They they, they got us on this one by, you know, they. I think they just got it, Brad. I'm not taking nothing from Robert Quinn. But Jordan Howard's just a dog, man. And I think when it comes to them games, uh, sometimes Carson Wentz gets stuck like there in the headlights. Sometimes I think Jordan Howard's going to be able to take over some games. Sometimes. 
Yeah, and I it, believe it or not, it's one of those things where the Eagles and even the Cowboys didn't reinvent the wheel. Like, they didn't go out the box. They didn't go after somebody that they just really didn't need. Like, they yeah, they they knew that – they the Eagles knew that, okay, the formula for us to get back to the championship, back to the Super Bowl, is to have that back – that we can rely on that can get us if we need him to rush for a hundred yards, he can give us that a hundred yards if we give him the ball twenty times. Like he's he's and then the same thing with, with the Cowboys, they went and got Robert Quinn because they know when we get when we went to um when we when we made our money, we had somebody that could rush up the field and make a and be a game record. Like we, we know what Demarcus Lawrence can do. We we get Demarcus Lawrence under contract and get him in a happy place. We put Robert Quinn on the other side. We got a problem. And, 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 and to piggyback what you just said, Brad, like uh, Moton, Brad, it's, it was it was just added firepower with us, bro. Look yeah. at look at how many acquisitions we made. I we think it's guy, we got the guy Hay Arden or whatever from the Lions. That's a DN. You got Chris mm-hmm. Covington that can play DN or D tackle. We got, uh, you know, we still got Crawford. Ugh, can't stay. We still got Tyrone Crawford. Can't stay him. But anyway, um, like, and we go out and get a Robert Quinn. So we got, we just got guys on top of guys. I feel as though with Philly too, and 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 Moton. I hope I'm saying this. I disagree with. I hope the way you guys use Jordan Howard, if he's hot. You got to keep him in the game. Man. Yeah. That's not a guy that, you, like, you can't sit him down to cool off for a little bit. If he's hot, you got to keep that stove burning with him, man. You and that's, keep it going. So, and I, what that's I've seen. That's another reason why I think that's another reason why I think we won. It, bro. Like, they could go head to head with us, Brandon. Oh, y'all keep giving us, y'all want to turn this into a running game? Bro, now listen, 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 listen. I think, I think both of us added firepower at the end of the day. Yeah. The, the the problem with the Eagles wasn't necessarily who who their running back was. To me, I think the, the same way it is it, it it is with us as far as like our receivers go and it's play calling. That's how I feel it is with with the Eagles. Yeah. What you said when they rush for seventy five yards or more, they got to be me, committed to it. To me, it's when they run for twenty attempts or more. Yes. Because that's when they actually have seventy five yards or more. Yeah. It's it, it's when you actually hand the ball off. And to me, they're still going to have their gains. Where they don't hand the ball off enough, and Jordan Howard is then going to be doing what? He can only do he can only do as so much as he's given the opportunity to do, and that if he's actually given the rock. I think this year will I mean, be different. Helping the checkdowns if they do that, or you know, with Philly. I mean, they didn't do it crazy this year, and I was surprised. But he he can also he can help in the um in the screen game as well. He can, so like I, I said. Well, he's a good back. Out, he's man. a well balanced back. Um, is no knock on him. Uh, but like I said, they got a lot of weapons right now. They, they, they brought in Deshaun Jackson. They obviously had the fire the firepower at in the receiving core, and and Peterson's a guy. And Peterson's a guy that likes to throw the ball. Listen, he can be a decoy. He can be a decoy. But guess what? I that's yeah, another re- that's another reason for Peterson to fall in love with throwing the ball yeah. more and not actually now utilizing a, a Jordan Howard. In the way that he probably should be utilized, yeah. where 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 a Robert Quinn is, he's he's just going to be on the field, like he's right. going he's going to perform. Right. So yeah. we'll see. Like I said, um, a lot. Um, like I said, we th- talked th- about a lot. There's a lot yeah. more stuff with the draft coming yeah. up and all that stuff. The Dallas Eagles stuff will never stop. No. Um, 
Like I said, the, the fans had spoke on a page on what they thought. I gave my piece. The season will show who had the better result from this trade. Um, but appreciate y'all for sticking around. Yeah, next week we're going to touch on the NFC. We're going to go NFC West, AFC West. We're going to touch on that um, and see what the that means. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to find a week of March Madness. We'll see who wins. By the time next week we talk, we'll know who's in the championship. We'll know who's uh, who's playing for the NCAA, and I'll let y'all know whether I'm watching it or not. Because if it's Auburn versus Texas Tech, <laughs> I'm not watching it. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let uh, Brad and JD give y'all the, the final because I'm not. I won't know. JD, what you got to say on the way out, JD? <laughs> Yo, man. Once again, appreciate y'all sticking in with us, man. And you know, let's just keep talking. Let's just keep getting better. Hope y'all keep loving in and tuning into the, to the podcast. Yeah, if y'all got any topics y'all want us to cover, y'all can drop it on the page. Definitely. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll throw some more polls out there, being interactive. And obviously, we'll see what happens for the rest of the week. To um, that's gonna maybe go on the show. But other than that, man, peace, be easy. Yep, you can hear us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Check us out. Sub- subscribe. Check us out on Facebook. Like the page. Appreciate all the interactions. All that. Love y'all. Be safe.